Welcome to the Concerto podcast series. Hello and welcome to the podcast and the next in the Inside Concerto series. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Nick Thomas, Associate Partner here at Concerto. Nick has over 30 years experience in strategy, business consulting and transactions advice, primarily to the UK government and wider public sector. Nick has undertaken many strategy reviews during his career and has contributed to numerous business cases, as well as supporting in-flight assurance on programs for the Ministry of Justice and the Ministry of Defence. Now retired from the big four, Nick joined Concerto to help Concerto grow and broaden its business as it moves on to the next stage in its journey. Nick is taking a particular interest in sustainability and social value, how those themes are transforming the approach of business and in particular, the expectations on those doing business with government. So Nick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Justin. So Nick, let's just dive straight in. What, what are the real challenges that you think organisations are facing today? I mean, notwithstanding, obviously, the current COVID-19 situation. Well, Justin, I, I think we can safely say that right now we're in the thick of a period of, of real transformation, uh, transformational change, and indeed instability for businesses. There's almost a perfect storm of issues out there in play from automation and AI through to the growing sense that businesses need to redefine their missions to stay relevant in the contemporary world. All of that was already in play before the challenges of adapting a breakneck pace to COVID. And of course, for many, the pivot to, for example, operating virtually almost overnight. Uh, and I think you're right. I think, I think the, uh, the, the pace of change is just, is just quickening. But how do you see, so going back to that point also that I made, but the fact that you're, a, you're one of the leads on sustainability and social value, and particularly the environmental side, how do you see the environment impact and indeed issues playing out? Well, I, I think we could probably say environment is, is perhaps the biggest disruptor of all. I, mean, I remember when I was at school, all the talk was about whether we were near a tipping point into the next ice age. Now, that was for over 40 years ago. And, and, you know, whenever the next ice age is coming, it's certainly not what anyone is worried about now. But it shows how dramatic the change has been, even in my lifetime. And, and more recently, the lockdowns we've all been living through have really highlighted awareness of our environment and its importance to a sense of, of well-being. And I think that's fundamentally changing people's uh, perception of how important this all is. We're suddenly very aware of our responsibilities in this space and how much Careless human activity has damaged the natural world and imperiled the future welfare and prosperity of our children and grandchildren. There's, there's a, a real sense of urgency around the need to act on all that, and that climate risk poses an existential threat to many established business models and assumptions. So, so strategies and plans that even a few years ago looked fairly safe bets uh, may now be out of date. Now, Concerto isn't in the space of providing environmental scientists and technical solutions. You know, we're, we're not in the, in the space of, of identifying how many PV panels, et cetera, are required on a building for, uh, for a certain amount of input or output. But what are the areas that you are focusing on, Nick? So talk, talk to me about those. Well, I think what's interesting and most relevant for us is how the need to respond to these issues, to the, the climate and wider environmental imperative combined with adapting to new technology, if you like, is impacting organization strategies, their business models, how they think about their supply chains, and how they communicate with all their stakeholders, and indeed their, their people's strategies. So 
So I would say pretty much everything is up for grabs around all of that, uh, reinventing the corporate purpose to showcase how businesses are responding to these challenges feeds through into every dimension of the way businesses think about their relationships, uh, whether internally with employees or externally with customers, investors, regulators, and even the government. We're, we're only at the beginning of this journey, and it's the way that businesses respond to that, which is the, the issue that is absolutely top of mind for us at Concerto. Now, I think that's really interesting what you've hit on there. So can you give me some examples of that? Can you just draw that out a bit? Well, for example, it was, it was really fascinating uh, for me attending the recent National Social Value Conference, which took place entirely online, of course. Um, and I joined in the discussion breakouts around climate and environment, which is one dimension of, of, um, of that agenda. Um, and the conference attendees encompass some really high-profile international business names, which are absolutely focused on showcasing their innovation in this space. Um, and then if you think about what, for example, institutional investors like Aviva are saying about the imperative to address climate challenges, not least to avoid massive value destruction through assets becoming stranded in the, in the near future. I attend a fair number of events sponsored by an outfit called Chapter Zero, which is a, a really interesting network focused on raising the profile of green issues on FTSE boards. And one hears these sort of messages coming through more and more loudly, and the degree of the degree of buy-in from the C-suite uh, across the piece is really impressive. You know, this all adds up to a growing sense that a gradualist approach won't deliver, and Really, radical action is needed to achieve a breakthrough. I, I can't think of any precedent for this level of disruptive thinking in, in the modern era, really. I mean, for individual businesses and sectors, yes, of course, one thinks of, I don't know, say, Kodak and the digital camera or Nokia and the, the smartphone. But, but this is a whole system challenge that's likely to touch every corner of economic activity, even, even some of the really innovative ones. For example, as, as, as you and I know, Bitcoin has been very much in the news recently. But part of the reason it's been in the news is because of coverage highlighting how energy intensive Bitcoin mining is. It's currently using about the same amount of energy as a small nation state. So what comes first if one's trying to grapple with this then? Uh, well, um, <laughs> turning away from Bitcoin and thinking more generally, I, I, I think <laughs> the lodestone must be purpose. I know a lot is said about this, but, but it must be true. You need to start from the top and work down, making sure you have a purpose which is clear, that you've aligned your activities to a really compelling narrative that speaks to stakeholders and against which, importantly, you can measure progress. And thinking about how minimising your environmental footprint fits with that has got to be a key part of what businesses need to do. One practical dimension of, of the short-term answer could, of course, be the physical office space and configuration. As we begin to emerge from lockdowns, businesses that have been working virtually obviously need plans to address the return to the office, what that will look like, and indeed to what extent it should happen. And that's not a straightforward issue, and there's no one-size-fits-all solution, of course, but the topic is certainly relevant to wider thinking about both purpose and environmental impact. So that's, that's just a starter off, off, off pat from where we are now. A more prosaic topic, perhaps, but which is also going to be top table for many larger businesses, is, 
just the challenge of reporting and disclosure to meet the rising bar on assessing climate change impact and risk for business. We know the UK has taken the lead in mandating TCFD-based disclosure task force for climate-related financial disclosure. Disclosures by 2025, and indeed premium-listed UK companies are already on a comply or explain basis under listing rules, albeit initially, you know, just more in terms of setting out the roadmap than having to provide all the data. But the so-called scope three disclosures go right back through the supply chain, and gathering and validating information of that sort requires really an unprecedented level of depth of data. And I think that the sort of analysis is, is a significant challenge, but we can also expect that insights it brings could change perceptions of risk and priorities for operating models. So while that's going on, <laughs> uh, employees, particularly perhaps the younger ones and other stakeholders, increasingly expect to hear you know, these really convincing evidence-based stories of how corporates are delivering wider social purpose and benefit how it is that they're not just about profit and what they exist to really do to to make life better, if you like. Um, And of course, the UK government's latest procurement guidance makes clear that social value, which which includes environmental benefits for for those purposes, is going to be baked into public procurement going forward. And, And I think we can probably expect major private sector businesses will need to follow this lead in some form through their own supply chains and their own procurement processes in the future. Um, and of course, that's just the starting point. Well, <laughs> it is just the starting point. I mean, you yeah. know, here we are. We are still some months from from COP twenty six. Um, it's a fast moving agenda. There is plenty to grapple with. Personally, I'm really excited by the potential for creative reinvention in business going forwards from here. As you say, concerto is an environmental science, but we are strategy led transformation and change, and we have great people practitioners. So, so I believe we have a huge amount to offer. And I, I think we could be really busy. But yeah, it's a very, very important sector. And I think, you know, I think we're leading one of the most important parts of, of the uh, of development at the moment within Concerto. Basically, I want to say many thanks indeed for your time today, Nick. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I think there's going to be um, a few series that we'll do probably around uh, the social value topics, and maybe even actually um, uh, narrow it down into the environmental sector, which I'll, we'd love talking to you about, about that later on. Many thanks indeed. Many thanks, Justin. And I really look forward to our further conversations. Many thanks for listening to the Concerto podcast. Please keep an eye out for further podcasts. And if you want to get in touch with us, please do so through our website at concerto.uk.com. Many thanks.